love that horn. Me also. It's a, it's good to have you back, man. I'm I missed to be you back. last week. I missed you too. It you, came, I, know, I can't help but notice you didn't call me to go fishing. Well, I was. It was a tough week. You know, we're, we're short staffed, so when you're not here, that I'm means, not here. Everybody has to work. That yeah. means more work for me sure when you're not does. here. Sure, it does. Uh, we got another round to go, right? Yeah, one more time. No, so you were able to get some fishing in, though, right? I, I, I went. Right. I went once. Okay. I did not catch anything. In the Berkshires? No, no, no. Pinching Point. Sort of Pinching Point. That is your place to go. It's so easy. It's so convenient. And uh, and, and it's weird, too, because I'll explain it in just a bit. It doesn't matter. The No GMO Fishing Show. How's it going, Pat Kelly? Bob Kesser, I am excellent. How you doing? I'm, I'm well. Okay, before we do anything, I want to start this show by giving you a present. That would be doing something, wouldn't it? Yep. What do you got? Before we talk about fishing, what? I got this. Don't hurt yourself. I got this in the mail. Don't, don't hurt I've yourself. I've been waiting for this. What is this? It sounds like plastic. There you go. Huh? That's for you. Dude, these paddle tails are awesome. The paddle tail hard baits, and I got six inches too. They're, they're the big ones. Wow. So look at that, and I got them in the um, I got them in the uh, the perch color. Yeah. And you know what these cost me? Nothing on Amazon because of my Amazon points. You had points? Yeah. Oh, my God. We so, love Amazon. Yep. So there you have it, buddy. That's for your, your tackle box. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. It's not even Christmas yet. So these, they're six. You know, looking at them, I wish I had gotten the smaller ones, but I think these will work, don't oh, you? Yeah, these will be fine. Yep. Yeah, we'll put these to good use. I was I was nailing them on I this. Bought, uh, I bought something. It hasn't come in yet. It should be here Friday, I think. It's when the... You check when you when you get something on eBay. It gives you the update as to when it's going to arrive. Oh right, right, right. And I think it's going to be here Friday. Huh? It's a motorized swim bait. <laughs> what does that mean? It has a little propeller that comes out the front of its mouth, and it's like a five-segment fish. So it has that swimming action, and it has a mount on the top where you tie it off to a line that goes up to a float like a big bobber, and it just swims around. So you're lying to the bobber, the bobber to the thing? Yeah. That's ridiculous. So you cast this contraption out to wherever it is that you want to fish with however length line you want, and then this thing will just swim like a, like a, I guess like a regular minnow on the end of an eagle claw hook. It just sort of goes around in a circle kind of thing, and then you have to recharge it with the USB. Have you ever used, because you gave me the USB one where it vibrates. Yeah. And, and Have you used it? Yeah, I killed it already. Yeah? It it broke on me before I could actually put it in front of a fish's face. <laughs> I bet you lost a little plug for yeah, it, didn't you? Yeah, and that's what it is. You lose the little rubber plug, and then it gets water in it, and it corrodes almost immediately overnight, and it never works again. So would that thing run you? Well, the, the new one that you're getting. The new one? The swim one. The new one is 20 bucks. Okay. But it swims by itself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to. I mean, I remember. I vaguely remember as a kid having the, like the submarine toy, yeah, right? right yeah. That swam like that. You remember? Remember the little submarine toys? You had to put the pellet in it, and they would like go up, and then it would like. Bloop, bloop, oh, you get in the bottle. You get in the box of honeycomb. That's right. right it was. Uh, you could put. What was it? Um, the, there was a pellet, but there was also a uh, baking soda. Did yeah, it? Yeah, there was a bit. Yes. Would you go up and down it was like the that? The only way my parents could get me to take a bath as a kid. <laughs> It's so great. Oh, I remember this. My so, dad used to get so pissed off when I would like all the right away go right to the bottom of the box. Right. Well, 
Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's what you, you get the biggest bowl you can out of the cabinet at 5 a.m. before your parents are up, and you dump all the cereal into the big bowl. You get the prize. Right. Dump all the cereal back into the box and duct tape it shut and put it back up in the cabinet. And not eat it. Yeah, not eat it because it tastes like crap. You but already the get the prizes. prizes were the best. Right. Of course. Well, anyway, this fish, <laughs> this motorized swim fish, which it's mostly kind of a silvery color with red fin, red head, and red dorsal fin. And I'm going to see if it works for the uh, stripers next spring. How big is it? I think it's like five and a half inches, so it's not huge. Okay, so close to close to one of the swim baits that we got. Yeah, it should be it should be right in line with with one of these. I can't see if they have like a thing on the bottom where it it makes it uh, it makes it weedless, like the little slit. The slit. You know, I can put yeah, the... these these do not have the slit. No, they don't. I don't see the slit. Did you open yours up already? No, but I can. I'm looking at it right now. I'm it's a... clear. The packaging is clear. Oh. God, they better have the slit. Uh, might have to add the slit. You got a razor blade? We can do that. I'm definitely, I will do that. And then get some uh, crazy glue, because you got to use crazy glue when you put your <laughs> hooks on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. Crazy glue is, is a magical <laughs> option for us out there. Use it. Ralphie DiArco is always saying that. I've never used crazy glue once in my life fishing. And here's why. That stuff stinks. Like, it, Only, it's oh, very potent smelling like that. Yeah, but... I, Fish don't, don't think... seem to care. No? Okay. No. I'll take your word for it. I've it does never... stink. And I, and I bet there is some sort of a trail of something or other in the water once you start fishing with something that has been put on with crazy glue, but it doesn't seem to prevent you from catching fish. I'll have to keep that in mind, because I know it, it's, it's good keeping the bait where you, where you need it like that. And maybe the fish like to sniff it like we do magic <laughs> markers or something. <laughs> They're down there putting their fin up to it, getting high in it like that. <laughs> Pulling the bait right up to their face. Oh, this is good stuff, Charlie. Try this. Oh. So, so you went to Pynchon Park. Well, I went how to did Pynchon Park. Go? I went to Pynchon Park last week while on vacation. And what did I do on my summer vacation? I went not down the path to the beach, but down the other way to the South End Bridge area. Okay, it's that hill hillside. Okay, and it was amazing to me how low the water is right now. I can practically walk out underneath the South End Bridge to the big columns that hold the bridge up it's so shallow the problem was and you're, you're familiar with this is that the rocks are really slippery and that's a really rocky area so i didn't want to have to take a swim in three foot of water right even though it wasn't even close to like waist high or chest high it was just you couldn't get around without the risk of and, and i hate that because as soon as you fall in the water with your waders on even though you can stand up you're wet until you get home and i hate that I hate driving around with wet pants, trying to figure out how to put the raincoat down on the seat so it doesn't sink into the cushions. It's just it's, it's a pain in the butt. So it was really amazing to me to be able to walk out that far and realize that the whole river is about three feet deep now. So and this is going to be a stupid question, and it's not going to be the first one. When I when you drive over the South End Bridge and then you again you're on you know Route Five at that point if you continue up. And then you drive over the Westfield River on your right and left sides. The river looks so shallow. Where the hell do the fish go when it gets that shallow? Like, are there deep enough pockets? You know yeah, the Westfield River better are, than I do. There are there are pockets where fish can hunker down in the Westfield River, but not a lot of places, especially this time of year. There's very few places that are that a fish is going to be able to hide out. There's there's a spot that's just up from the that overpass that you're talking about. By the farmland, there's that rock, rocky kind of wall. Okay. There's probably five feet of water there where fish can hide out.
but there are a lot of spots in that river where it's only a few inches deep. I can from you can almost you can see the bottom from Route Five as you cross over. Oh sure, yeah. There's uh, a lot of dry land showing. Um, so how do you think that goes with the fish? Like, do you think they're like, holy ass, my my fin is sticking out of the water. We probably should do something. Yeah, no, they, I'm sure they work their way back into the Connecticut River after a while. Because I mean, well, think about what the, that whole chunk of the Westfield River starts in Westfield by the train tracks. There's that the dam is up there. That's all shallow. Then that goes around the corner to the Dunkin' Donuts by the the bridge they're working on by the Big E. Yep, yep. That's <clears throat> real shallow. I mean, we 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 we. There's rocks underneath that Dunkin' Donuts bridge that they're replacing that we would hit with our prop. It was shallow in March. Yes. Now, I'm pretty sure you can walk underneath that bridge and get across the river. We were up at the Rapids over the weekend up there in Huntington, mm. um, and that's a branch of the Westfield River. Yeah, it's looks, one of the branches. It looks really beautiful, man. The water's just so crystal clean. Have you ever um, gotten, like, a canoe with, like, two trucks and, like, parked one truck down the river Parked one up the river and then did the drift. Like, well, how driftable is that river? Like, is it's, it once totally the water dri- gets up? Sure, it's totally driftable. That's where they do the the canoe races. But so, but they do that one in the like the springtime. Yeah, just the after the winter runoff when the water's raging. Right after the melt, like that. Right. Okay. Nowadays, it'd be difficult to get all the way. You might have to do some <laughs> portaging. Yeah. Yeah. No, you but couldn't. Even when I was in Scouts in Pittsfield, we would park. We would drop off the canoes, which were like eight canoes, wherever it was that we wanted to start. And the kids would arrive in a van to get in the canoes. And one lucky son of a bitch who didn't have to ride with all these kids down the river would just drive the van to the end point. Yes. And wait. And smoke a bunch of cigarettes and drink beer and wait for the kids to get there. Yeah, make sure, make sure to drink a bunch of beers before the kids pile into the van. <laughs> but you got you to gotta plan your day ahead for that because if you... If you start this with an idea of starting at 9 a.m., well, then you got to drive to where it is you're going. You got to leave somebody there to watch the equipment, have somebody drive down to the end point, and have somebody drive them back up to you so that you can get in the river. And now it's 1030. Right. <laughs> you're, you're finally on your way down to where you parked the car. Oh. You almost need a, volu- so like a volunteer to be the driver like that because with just two people, You'd have to at some point, you know, chain the canoe to a tree because you got to leave it alone. Yeah, you got to leave it alone. You don't want to leave all your stuff up there. Oh hell no! All your equipment, your poles, your bait, Uber, right? That's right. <laughs> you don't want to attach my canoe to your roof, do you? Meet me at the 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 the, the movie theater there in West Springfield because I got to drop off my canoe. That is so great. Oh, I like that idea. We're going black fishing here in a couple weeks. When's um, that day? It's it, coming up it, after deciduous. Person's Day. It's the Sunday before Deciduous Person's Day. So that's a Monday, and then we're going on a Sunday. Yeah, I forget what. It's not the first weekend in. Uh, Does the October. day have a number associated with it? I th- I'm hoping. Okay, but it's um well, it's September. It's still up on the wall in the calendar, so I can't see. But it's October. It's October something. Why do I have a Linda Ronstadt poster? For I guess back in the day calendar. she was rock and roll for a second, you know. But this, she... that is this year's calendar, right? I mean, that's <laughs> no, not, it is. But they, it's so not that, from 1977. No, but is that, it? that calendar celebrates like different artists a month. And I hear that those calendars eventually come around. So if you can get a calendar from 1963, it's it's pretty close to. <laughs> no, if you had one for like 63, there'd be like Beethoven would be on there. Beethoven, you yeah. know, right? Um, but in any case, the reason I mention that is because uh, a good buddy of mine's son. Free dives for blackfish. Does he? Yep. 
um, off of Rhode Island. Wow. He's got fins that are like, who knows, close to four yeah. feet long like you that. you got to have those long um, fins. Takes a breath, pressurizes his nose on the way down. Oh, I'm going to find out more about it because I want to talk about it more next week. That's cool. We were quickly just screwing around at his house, and Andrew's like, oh, I'm going to, I might go free diving for some striper and blackfish this week. And I'm like, what? I see, I'm, I don't, I'm too scared to. Oh, He's, do he's down in 20 feet of water. Oh, I get that. No, I, so. I totally get that. It's just that I got bad blood with the fish, man. The last thing I want to do is go swimming in their kitchen. It's just not fair. See that? Oh, hang on a second. Did you see that jackass swimming with the basking shark? No. Oh, look at the video. Okay. This guy, he's with his buddy. They see what they think is a basking shark. So the guy's like, I'm going to go ahead and dive in here and well, go. Because that's what we do. Yeah, it was not a basking shark. Huh. Did you hear about the guy who fell off the tree in Oregon? No. He was trying to take a selfie. So he climbs up into this tree and he leans out over one of the branches. Crack, branch breaks, he falls 100 feet into the Pacific. Had to get The body was pulled out by the U.S. Coast Guard. Oh, no. Selfies, man, they'll kill you. Sometimes it's just not all that important to take your picture in dangerous locations. I'd be lying if I said I was not happy about that. I got a quick joke for you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Because I, I hear the music and I know that when I hear the music, it means I have to tell a joke. I didn't even ask if you had one. I was no, hoping No, but it's you a did. quick one. It's a quick one. Okay. This drunk fisherman is seen crawling along some train tracks and some innocent people come along and they want to help him out. And they're like, dude, can, can we help you out with something? He's like, yeah, get me off this ladder. <laughs> that reminds me of the old, the old Batman. Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> walk along the side of the building. Climb in the right. building like that. Oh, my God. Just move the frame. That could happen to anybody. It can. Let's go fishing. Let's go fishing.